Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. So, but it was in front of us. Actually, we turned around and it's flopping around. I'll never get this image of this possum, the way it was flopping. And I and I like I lined it up with the wheel and I like it's the best sentence ever by the way I'll never get the mental image out of my head of the way this possum was flopping <gasps> and I and I ran and I and I went back over it and I backed up and made sure that they were all no longer if you're disgusted by Mark's behavior send him an email it's episode 138 of the Simple Human Podcast with your host Mark. And Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is real estate agent and author, Rachel Adams. Great conversation with Rachel. What? (laughs) The text that our friend just sent us. Oh, great. (laughs) Give it the exact wrong moment. Don't look at it, because you'll start giggling. Then it's another humans, (laughs) moderately funny edition of humans being human. With our the return of Zeb and the X-Lax story, and we'll wrap up with our Ooh. Simply Human tip of the week. <laughs> You're an idiot. I will be bleeping that out. Uh, I'd already I would had, hope so. I'd already had that planned. Let me look at this. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, we have, um, speaking of uh, Rick's Cop Corner... Which we weren't, but anyway, I yeah, got pulled over today. We <laughs> well, and I, <laughs> well, okay, I, I meant to get some clarification because yeah. you're texting me while this is happening. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what what did you? I mean, I'm assuming speeding is yeah. that the most common reason people are pulled over speeding. That's got to be it. You're right? you're the cop. <laughs> Not exactly like the you know the kind of cop that makes a lot of traffic stops yeah. though well i and half the time i had a car with no little radar in it so i i couldn't stop anybody for speeding well okay so i was in my wife's truck <clears throat> my wife has a truck um because i needed your dog- minivan was in the shop shut up i have a malibu uh i drive a dodge stratus uh, <laughs> because i needed to haul something and i just got the truck registration yeah, yeah you needed to haul something you had to haul oh I already had yeah, mine. Yeah, I already had mine. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? I had to haul something. That's what I was going to say. So, I just got the registration done on the truck. Did it online. Got the inspection. Did it online. The whole deal. Well, I haven't done it on the Malibu yet. And it expired in June. And so, it's a what good. Is this August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's August. Come I know. On. I know. It's a good thing I wasn't in. The, the Dodge uh, Stratus Malibu, or I would have gotten that ticket. Well, so, okay, so here's the funny thing. So he, he zips around, and he's right behind me, and I know that he's about to turn his lights on, you know. Yeah. And, and so I... That's, uh, that's even for me, that's still at this point, and I have a get-out-of-jail-free card forever in my wallet. Like, right. uh, but even when I know, and I don't, I don't usually drive fast, but like you'll know when you're about to get pulled over. Yeah. It's been years since. No, I say I got pulled over because I had a taillight out the other day. I didn't even know it was about to happen. But like there are times where like I'm on the road and I like uh, going back from a trip and 
past a state trooper in the middle, and I'm like, oh, God. And he yeah. turns around, like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So with the but state trooper, when, when you tell them you're like a city cop, are they like, city cop? And then they all get in like a fight? Or is it like respect? Yep, that's exactly it. That's like, we have fist fight. He's he like, takes off his Smokey the Bear hat and a fist fight. He's like, get, a, get out of the car, city cop. We're doing know, I've this. Pulled, I haven't been pulled over by a uh, uh, Texas trooper ever. Oh, wow. And I got pulled over once by an Oklahoma trooper, but it was that's a, a funny story uh, that I'll tell some other time. But yeah. Uh, th- so, yeah, I mean, it's not that big okay. of a deal. It's the same well, thing. So, he, so we're sitting in a light. He's right behind me. The light turns green, and you know we're kind of moving. And then he turns the lights on, and I, I was able to pull into like a. You, you'd know right where it was. It was on Treadway. Uh, you'd know right where it was. And so this is the funny part. So he gets out, and of course I'm. I get out my license and everything. And uh, what's it all? Was it at Pinkies? No, no, that's. Okay, uh, then I don't know. Where, I don't know where it was. <laughs> so <laughs> there's an Abilene joke for all four Abilene people who yeah, listen to the show. Yeah, and there David and Chris, and that's about it. And and uh, so he <laughs> says, "Hey, I got you. I got you speeding back there." And when I when I passed him, I looked down and I was going 55, and and I thought it was a 45, but it was a 40. And Ooh, yeah, and, and, and he goes, "I got speed back there," and I was like, "You, you get me going 55? And he's like, "Well, 52." But uh, so I like, "Oh, you were going 55? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, I wasn't going to write you a ticket for going 52." Yeah, bump that up just a couple of notches. <laughs> 55 it is. Yeah. Sounds great. So he checked out my registration and my insurance and all that, and came back and he said, uh, "You know, I, you know, just slow down and and uh, you're good." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Well, then like then I was like, "You know what?" I this is a police officer. I want to back the blue. So I turned around <laughs> and I pulled out my voice recorder and for, for you. And I, like, you know, he's like doing his little computer or whatever. He was still sitting there and I, he, I, he obviously knows that I want to say something to him. So he rolls his window down and I, and I sent you the recording. I was like, sir, I just want to tell you my, one of my best friends is a police officer and, and I just, uh, Oh, dang it. I'll bleep that out. Yep, bleep that. Dang it. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I just want to say, you know, I can't imagine what you, you know what you guys are, are going through right now. I just, you know, appreciate everything that you do. And he was like, "Well, I appreciate it, sir." So he was really nice about it. So I backed the well, blue, Rick, and I sent it to you, and you responded with "idiot." <laughs> would you? Uh, well, if you don't want, if you really backed the blue, you would stop doing stuff that makes police officers more work for them. I would You'd stop be like, speeding. Hey, I'll drive the speed limit everywhere so that Dang they won't it. be so over. Dang it! You're totally right. Okay, real quick, uh, you have you have. Uh, There's something. Oh, by the way, congratulations on not being shot at the traffic stop. That's good. Oh, so it's a step in the right direction for us. Jeez, <laughs> that's like that's like the uh, the standard now. Like if you get shot, like the, the bar's pretty low. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, he just got shot in the hand. It wasn't. You know, um, I'm okay. making jokes. I'm yeah. trying to be funny, okay. but it's. Something yeah. that's not really all that funny, and yeah. I don't want to. Okay, well, let's uh, move yeah. on. Never let's, mind. Let's, I, I, withdraw, I withdraw the joke. Withdraw, I withdraw, the, the, withdraw joke. the joke. Let us uh, turn, spin the simply human uh, topic wheel. You have two options. <laughs> you have okay. vacation, and we only let's see. We have uh, about yeah, about five six minutes here. Uh, vacation talk or sock wardrobe talk. Ooh, you know what? Uh, I could talk more about vacation talk, but I need to talk sock wardrobe because okay. I need uh, information about that. Okay. What regular people wear to work? Because oh, right. Yes. To make a deal out of this, but I'm doing a new thing at work where I don't wear a uniform anymore. It's, uh, I guess you would call that business casual, yeah. like a uh-huh. flax and a button down shirt. Right. Okay. Well, I, I, I got all that squared away, but then I go, oh, yeah, I got to. 
put my shoes on for my very first day on it. I was like, oh, I own like two pairs of dress socks. You, you can't just like wear so your like, boots. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like I, uh, I've i never had like a regular human clothes like this before. So like <laughs> is there like some kind of like a trick to dress socks? Like what are we – Okay. what's that all about? Well, okay. So I, I also, without getting into specifics, have sort of changed – what I'm doing for most of the day during the work day. And so what I, I can full time at the truck stop, uh, on the other side of the, <laughs> the partition with the hole. Right. Right. I don't understand that, but, um, You're on the business end. <laughs> so yeah, but I, and I'm a businessman. Yes, I am. Thank you for saying that. Um, so I'm, but see, I'm, I'm regressing. I'm going from wearing what you're wearing every day to like, I can wear jeans and like a polo every day. So I'm having to sort of restructure my – so I don't need all of my dress socks anymore. Is there a real difference in comfort between like slacks and a button-down shirt than like jeans and a polo? I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a mental thing or what, but I feel, I feel like there is. But you're right. Like slacks are comfortable. You know, like it's not like slacks yeah, are I mean, uncomfortable. Like everyone like, complains about, oh, i got to wear the monkey suit again. Let me tell you what the monkey suit consists of. It's like a – Bulletproof vest and a super heavy belt, belt? boots, and a polyester shirt that's oh. all the time. Sweat. Yeah, that's yeah. the monkey suit. So right. I think, uh, man, I don't think there's much of a difference between like jeans and polo and like uh, whatever business yeah. casual. Right? Yeah, I don't. I, I think it must just be a mental thing. Like, oh, I could wear jeans. You know, like, oh, wow, big yeah. deal, right? So well, it could probably be like less. Like I was, you know, you can. Eat in a more messy fashion with jeans. No one yeah, cares right, about that. Right. You can get du- ribs you, you and wings dusty. at your desk. You can walk through like a like a field. You get yeah, dust you get on your stickers all over your yeah, jeans. Your, your jeans and nobody cares. Yeah, 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 there you go. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. So my sock drawers. Okay, <laughs> I have my dress socks, which I okay. The, I I can send you a, a link if you want. I found on Amazon there are these Dockers black socks that I have started. I've started to buy because they're like they have this really bright orange thing on the foot, so you can't see it. Yeah, I, I have some of those. But then, yeah. like, but then, like on the inside, if they're inside out, you can still see them. So they're super easy to match up out of the laundry. Like, I think that's why they do it. Like bright orange. Okay, there's the sock because like I have a lot of socks that are like have these really little little patterns on them, and you can't really tell is this this sock? What shade of black is this? Is it this one? Is it that one? So I went through just today and I threw away a ton of socks that either didn't match or had holes in them, and so my dress sock drawer got very very light today. And then my man, I'm I, I'm a I'm a very guilty of uh, hanging on to the sock uh, too long. Like when there's a hole in it, like I will continue to wear a sock with a hole in it for like a good sock, yep. like three year. or four extra years. Yeah. <laughs> like there are socks in my in my regular rotation, my you know regular white tube socks yep. uh, that are at least ten years old. Yeah. Like is that abnormal or like? And if I I could just go on Amazon sitting yep. right here on the couch, and buy a uh, six pack of on my phone, socks, and I could buy a six pack of socks. Yeah. But I'm like, no, 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 that's wasteful. I don't want to because right. I'm a cheap. I'm yeah. so cheap. Well, and I, I recently like, uh, did this with my underwear. I went through and like threw away all of like my ten plus year old underwear, and now all I have is like new underwear. Oh, it's amazing. You want to see? You want to see a picture? Nope. Okay. Sure don't. Okay. Well, uh, so, okay. So my shoes now, I don't have to wear dress shoes. I have like these sort of casual, you know, like the various top sliders and things like that. So I have these like, these more casual shoes where I wear like, I wear like black, like no show socks with them. So you can't really see them, but I, all those socks have been like missing or, or you know, like there's just, you can't find them. Uh, so and they're smaller, so they get lost easier. So I just bought like nine pair of these 
these like very specific. I tried them out first before I bought more, and I and, and they're marked left and right. They're Nike socks, and they're marked left and right. So I have put mm. all of the L's in one stack in my drawer and all the R's in another stack. So I will just come on and grab one from each stack, and then there it is, left and right. I feel like maybe we are uh, going a bit too complicated on socks when we have them listed listed left and right. Well, I don't like, know. Uh, I like it. I don't think we were meant to do that, right? Your As foot, humans? Well, your foot is is a different shape. So if you're constantly switching, you're going to stretch them out in certain areas. Where if you were just to wear one sock on your right foot forever, hmm. they're very That's comfortable. Actually a good point. I haven't yeah. thought about. Yeah, I know. I just thought about that hmm. too. So and then like, do you have like? Are your socks and underwear and like undershirts and all that in one drawer, and then you have like a drawer of yes. t-shirts? What are I have, your? I, I, have, I have three drawers. I have a sock and underwear and undershirt drawer, okay. and then I have a t-shirt drawer, and then I have uh, like a miscellaneous. It's where I keep like I don't know, like Guns. cargo shorts and oh. stuff like that. Okay, lesser lesser worn items. Yeah, I have recently started putting all of like my undershirts and underwear in my closet because I found that I'll come out of the shower with my towel and like I'll end up in the in my closet, and so I'm in my closet. So instead of having to like go out to my drawer and come back into my closet, I've just got my all that stuff just right there, so I can just drop my towel very slowly. Do it, do some more. Do it very slowly. What movie is that from? True Lies. Remember that? Anyway, and then I just so I've got so I so I I opened up a ton of drawer space when I did that. So now I have like I have like the dress socks and a and and, yeah. and other socks, and then I have like my shorts, and then I have my not car. I don't have cargo shorts because those are out of style. And, and then I have my T-shirts. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that when I mentioned a drawer yeah. of cargo shorts. <laughs> then I have okay, so then I have t- like my good T-shirts, and then I have like my what I call my my workout T-shirts, which are like all my CrossFit shirts that I'm like embarrassed to wear in public. Just kidding. And I'll put oh, yeah, you're really embarrassed to wear them in public, except on every picture on your Facebook. Whatever. Yeah. No, that was I haven't worn a CrossFit shirt in a long time in public. And that's not true and at all. All those shirts are out in my little out in the garage, and then I have my pants and my long my like my pajama pants and stuff down in the bottom drawer. This hmm. is super interesting. See, we have the opposite problem. We have plenty of drawer space, but our we our master closet, <clears throat> excuse me, our master closet is very small, comparatively speaking. So, we have to like maximize our closet space yeah. by just really filling up the drawers. Right. That's what. Man, this is. Uh, you said filling I up. We, you yeah, I did. I didn't drawers. say filling up the drawers. <laughs> just that's called the. Mark's mom special. Or the, or I can't Jack believe we special. managed to fill an entire segment. I know with socks. sock and drawer talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's start stumbling towards our interview with Rachel. And there's kind of a funny story. And this... she finally listens to the show, she's going to be very disappointed. I know. <laughs> the lead in that we're doing <laughs> drawer well, sock for her talk. show. Well, <laughs> well, I tell you, there's these dockers that have an orange spot on them that are very easy to match up. <laughs> oh my gosh, what's happened to us? So uh, there's a really the, the beginning of this interview is ridiculous because we lose her for a second and we start talking about grandparents <laughs> like what yeah this is this is this is uh, a very 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 minor example of like uh, this is what Mark and I can do that we feel like no, no one else, else can as well as us <laughs> and that is inane. <laughs> Minutia talk yeah. about any anything. So we start skyping with her and with Rachel, and she loses connection. And she sends us a message. She's at a hotel. She's like, "I'm going to go up to the room and see if the connection's better." So instead of stopping the recording, <laughs> Mark literally just goes. 
rank your grandparent, <laughs> and we do grandparent talk, which is really weird that rank neither one of us uh, skipped a beat at all. So I didn't enjoy get to, that. I didn't rank my grandparents. Rick ranks his grandparents. I just really quickly, my maternal grandma and grandpa are one and two and then so you're you you'll get yeah. to yours but it's the opposite basically anyway um before we get to all the business <laughs> stuff i want to mention if you go to simply uh, slash store there's information on the programming i'm doing monthly programming i'm working with people in town i'm working with people remotely i have people send me videos and i will mark up the videos and take screenshots and show you here you need to do this and all that there are co- cool ways that we can do that technology Hashtag. Um, there's a donate now button on that page and in the show notes if you would like, if you think what we're doing is worth anything and you'd like to help us get the train down the road, um, you can. Uh, That's not how trains travel. Give us, if you get the train down the canal, we would uh, appreciate uh, uh, a little something. Also, I haven't mentioned this in a while. The, the multivitamin, the nutrients multivitamin, is still something that I take. It's still, uh, I'm still a big fan of it. We haven't mentioned it in a long time. The nutrients and the, um, the skinny fat oils. There's a coconut oil and like an olive oil mixture. Use our use our uh, links to get to that, and uh, we have affiliate links for that. And big fans of the Caltons. They've been on the show, Jason Amir Calton, and nutrients. And call us if you would like five three zero forty two human. I have a uh, a during the hot dog segment. We are going to uh, play a voicemail that we got um, here recently. So all that is happening. So. Let us get to our interview. Like us on Facebook, at Human 52 is all the stuff. We'll mention it again at the end of the show. So let's get to our interview with Rachel. We talk about real estate, the sum of the five people you hang around, being honest with yourself, morning routines, a prosthetic belly button, positive affirmation, leading by example, a 90-day program, guessing your birthday, and the love toilet. Joining us today on the Simply Human podcast, so excited to have uh, Rachel Adams. She is a top 1,000 real estate agent in the country and an author. Rachel, welcome to the show. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> Idiot. Where'd she go? We lost her. Dang it. We were just talking, and then she was gone. Keep that. That's really funny. That was funny. <laughs> we'll just keep it going. Well, I want to tell the story of how she... Uh, how she... Oh, there she is. There you are. What happened? I lost you. I'm so sorry. I was like, Rachel. I lost you. I said, Rachel, welcome I to the blame, show. I blame Mark, by yeah. the way. I blame Mark for this. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Do you want to do it again? No, or? no, no. That, that was really funny. I was like, welcome to the show. And there was just silence and Rick just cackling. <laughs> and in the back. Silence. Mark Get it? Get it? Idiot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so here's what Perfect. happened. Here's the story of how you are on our show today. So we had the Spartan Race founder, creator, Joe DeSena scheduled for the show this week well something crazy happened we're scheduling him for next week and so i just texted him and i was that's like exactly what i said word for word yeah, yeah right that's right so i texted him i was like hey we, we you know i don't want to we need to find somebody for the show this week who who do you want to have on who's been on before that we could just call up and say hey we're we're calling you tomorrow we need you like for the show i i i hit send on that text rick and you don't even know this and I get a, like the little email, ding, you know, and I check my email and it's an email from Rachel saying, hey, like through the website, like, hey, I love your show. Um, oh, who did we just lose? We just lost I, her. I think we just lost her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell the story. So because she knows because she did this. So we get uh, I get the email that's like, hey, I, I love your show. Uh, I think, you know, I've, I've got s- some things that we can add uh, to your show. I'd love to be on blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like. 
perfect. So like I'm dr- I was driving, and I and I emailed her back and I wrote, uh, call me and put my phone number. I was like, like I'm driving, call me. <laughs> you like so she's like expecting I'm gonna send this email out. I might not hear anything for a couple of weeks. And within like 30 seconds, she gets an email from me. It's like call me. And and so she didn't like she was I guess she's at this conference room. So we start emailing back and forth, and and that's uh, that's how she came to be on the show, sort of. She's she, sort of on the uh, we show. We were desperate for someone, and literally at that moment, someone was like, "Hey, I'd love to be on your show." Yeah. Like, okay, sounds good. Let's put your book right now. Right. Like, uh, what, can you do it like in five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not typically like that. Right. But uh, man, it just so happens that oh, uh, what perfect. was it? My grandma used to say, "When God closes a door, He opens a window." Oh, I thought that was it, my old. That was I, my old person. I voice, thought it was but, normally. Uh, put it to my back. Did she not? Hmm. Did she not say that? No. Which which grandma are we talking about? Your huh. Nana or the your one that's dead? The Gigi. one that's dead. I hold on. Speaking of that, before we uh, get uh, Rachel back on. <laughs> By and- the way, we're vamping right now because Rachel's at a conference and she keeps dropping out of Skype. So yeah. she just sent us a message. I'm headed to a hotel room. Yeah. So we're like, ah, it's cool. Yeah, we're gonna, go we're, so jump, jump in whenever you get. We're going to guess her birthday. Uh, but before we get there, do you have grandparents still alive? Uh, no, I do not. Thank you for bringing that up, Mark. I appreciate it. <laughs> what an idiot. You don't have any grandparents. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> You're an idiot. I don't have grandparents either. Um, so. Yeah, I didn't remind you of that, though. I know. Sorry idiot. About that. Who, who, which grandparent of the four, if you would rank them, one through four, <laughs> rank, rank them. <laughs> who was your right, favorite? I would go my grandmother. Grandma number one. Well, which one? Granddaddy number two. Hold on, hold on. I'd call them different things. But, you not call them different things? Yeah, but like we don't know. So maternal or paternal grandma? Oh, okay. Now I'm a scientist. I'm going to use words like paternal and maternal. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, Mastectomy. I called my 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 paternal grandparents. I called grandma and granddaddy, and my maternal okay. grandparents we called. Grandpa Joe, which was his name, was Joe, and somehow that turned into also Grandma Joe, like Grandma. Well, but we always kind of refer to them as one unit, so Grandma and Grandpa Joe. So it was like, kind of funny. Grandma Joe, away. Grandma Joe would always go into the men's room with Grandpa Joe, and I had a mustache. <laughs> not in North Carolina, she's not. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't think we ever. I don't recall ever referring to her like by herself. It was always Grandma, Grandpa Joe. So. Yeah. I don't know what we would refer to her in the singular. Uh, he passed away first, uh, and so it was just her left alone for like another couple of years. Oh. This is a very macabre story. Yeah. Uh, she passed away the morning that my brother, me, and Jackson were going to go to the baseball trip. The I first remember baseball that. trip, the Chicago, trip? New York, and oh, Boston. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, kind of ruined the trip. Way to go, Grandma! We were, well, she was really, really old, and. Uh, it didn't really ruin the trip. Didn't ruin the trip. Didn't think about her at all. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is like we should use this for crosstalk and just uh, and then have Rachel come on later because this is yeah. great crosstalk. Grandma talk. Grandma grandpa talk. Okay. So well, okay. Let's so it's a way uh, to chop, chop off the beginning and uh, put the stuff at the beginning of that. I don't yeah. know. Well, okay. So hold on. So it was. So it's paternal grandma. Your dad's mom was number one. 
I would go her number one and uh, her husband, my paternal granddad, number two. Okay. But I didn't th- – see, it's not a fair ranking because they lived all the way out in Lubbock, which is like six and a half hours away. Yeah. And my – or no, I'm sorry, my mother's grandparents, Grandma and Grandpa Joe lived all the way out in Lubbock. And my paternal grandparents lived in Duncan, Oklahoma, which was like way far away. three hours. Yeah. And we saw them way more often. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, Lubbock is not really close. Yeah. Yeah, it's not fair. Well, um, let's stop talking. All right, she's back. Uh, we had a little, uh, well, I guess, why. We'd run out of stuff to talk about there for a yeah. minute, though. I literally said, like, okay, let's stop talking now. And then I stopped the recording. <laughs> so, Rachel is on the show. We've already done the intro. And I told everybody about how, like, I had just gotten off the phone with Rick, like, trying to figure out a guest and then your email came through and that's why i don't normally like email people within 30 seconds hey call me right now like that is that is abnormal. i know and i was like wow this guy's really eager yeah yeah so <laughs> like you give it's, it's like when you give a girl your phone number and like uh or like a girl gives you the phone number and you don't want to like immediately go straight home and call you're like i'm gonna play cool for a couple of days yeah. so she doesn't think that i'm a desperate loser but then i could never do that i was like oh call her on my way home you can, like, yeah, or you don't even leave you just call her right there to right. make sure she'll give you a real number right Ooh, yes Ooh. if it doesn't ring Ooh. Yeah. not that i've done that guys not that i've done that lies you have done that sure yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay so let's talk about your background your origin story yeah. how did you get to where you are now well, I so I've been in real estate about uh, four years now, and in my third year in the business, I had hit um, top one thousand agents in the country for the Wall Street Journal. Wow! And yeah, and so it was pretty exciting, and I was really intentional about like mindset was a huge thing for me. So I got real clear in the beginning that I wanted to be a top producer. So I quickly realized, you know, if I wanted to be a top producer, I had to act like a top producer and do the things a top producer would do. And, you know, I got very aware of who I surrounded myself with and all of that. But the thing that people don't tell you is that when you have such quick growth in your business, it can take a toll on some other things. So my real estate company heard about me and heard that I had, you know, was 30 years old and I had hit top 1000 agents and they said, Oh gosh, come out to corporate and we'll shoot a commercial with you on how you lead your life and you can inspire young agents. And so I was super excited about it. You know, went out and bought a new dress and all, you know, got hair and makeup done and all of that. And I was a little bit nervous, though, because what I hadn't told anyone was that in those three years of building the business, I had gotten a divorce that I never dealt with. I uh, gained about 30 pounds and, you know, I wasn't taking care of myself. I was putting everyone's needs in front of my own family, friends, clients, and I was getting headaches and taking an Advil with a cup of coffee instead of drinking water because I also wasn't getting enough sleep. Like I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up going to shoot this commercial and the woman interviewing me was named Nina Rowan Heller and she is a health and wellness coach. She's coached Matthew McConaughey and the executives of Microsoft. And she also teaches, uh, coaches all the leadership in Keller Williams, my brokerage. And, um, you know, we, I'm there to talk about real estate and I'm so used to the real estate interviews that I just was ready for her to ask me about my career. And I was like, well, let me tell you, and you know, just my normal canned answers. And she stops me mid sentence and touches my arm and said, and, and how did that make you feel? And I'm kind of like, uh, well, I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was okay. I mean, you do what you do, but, you know, you keep trucking. And then I'm trying to get back into my normal pitch that I do. And at this point, you guys, I had been traveling around the U.S. coaching people on how to build a business and have, you know, uh, work on their mindset. But what I wasn't telling people was that I was on three online dating apps and was trying to fill some void that I had in my life and, you know, um, was just, you know, going out for happy hours with girlfriends, probably too many nights of the week. And just, you know, it's so easy to not put yourself first and to just get busy and feel like that's okay. And that's just where you're at in life. And this woman ends up Nina, she ended up pausing the interview, asking the camera crew to go outside and said a quote to me, uh, she said, Rachel, have you ever heard that your video is not matching your audio? <laughs> we, man, like, that uh, is like, that are, those are some strong words. Huge words. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. And she's like, what's really going on here? And I bust into tears and I, oh it was gosh. like the first time in a few years that I had been really honest with her, but also with myself and I just told her, like, I, I don't even know what I want anymore. I said, I, 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 my goal was to be really successful. And now I have that. And I feel empty. And I, I don't know what's missing, but something's missing. And so well, we just and, had this. And, and yeah. Real estate's one of those jobs where, like, it's not like a, you're not like an accountant. You're not like a librarian. It's not, I show up at the office at this time, and this is when I leave, and that's it. Real estate is one of those jobs where you make as much money as you feel like working hard to make. And totally. so if you want to be a top producer, that's not a 40-hour-a-week job, yeah. a Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 gig. That's a – your phone rings. It's a client. You answer the phone, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 2 in the afternoon on a Saturday. You're not – you know, this is a, what, probably 75 to 80-hour work week type of job? Oh, like if easily. You, if you and- want to be a top producer – Totally. And I mean, I have a team, so I definitely have a lot of help and leverage. And at that point, I was working until 9, 9.30 at night. I mean, I, I my balance, I talked about leading a balanced life, and I wasn't, you know. And so I, I had to take a really, we, we talked for two hours about what life could look like if I was really embracing authenticity and leading my life with intention. Because the reality was, I was, re- I mean, so last year I closed 123 transactions and 31 of them came from Facebook. And I was so intentional about my social media. So I wanted to make sure I had the perfect car and all the perfect selfies and all that jazz. And reality is that's not reality. Like right. no one shows what life can really be like. And I'm not going to say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee because that's not, that wasn't what I wanted to put out there. But she helped me realize that my divorce isn't a bad thing and that I had been holding all this guilt inside about it and what could life look like if I was just open about it and it was a lot of people get divorced and my marriage was unhealthy for me and I chose to put myself forward so it was a mindset shift um you know on the whole process but anyways long story way longer she ends up sending me home I never shot the commercial and I cried for two days (laughs) and Just, I realized that there was so much more that I could do with my life. And so I said, okay, like what are, what's holding me back from being the best version of myself? Like if I could really dig in and look at this, 
what could my life look like if I just removed a couple things and who would I be and what conversations would I be having and who would I surround myself with and what conversations would they be having? And, you know, Jim Rohn has this quote, it's one of my favorites and it's, you are the sum of the five people you hang around. Yeah. And so I was like, who am I five? Like what, if, if I'm the average of the five I hang around, like well, I want my average to be really high. And at that point it wasn't. And, for 90 days, I ended up taking out my two biggest distractions, which at the time was dating and drinking. Um, and on day 69, I went back to a convention and I saw Nina and I'm down like 25 pounds and my skin's glowing. And she said we needed to talk. And so we sat down. I flew to her house in San Diego. And for four days, we literally talked about my life and what happened over those 90 days. And I had journaled. So those 90 days became 12 uh, topics which became 12 chapters and yeah. now there's an app and book and workout videos and inspirational guidance videos to guide you wow. and one in new england like it's it's pretty cool so it sounds like you know I, one of the things that i always weigh a certain amount or for for short-term goals like if you want to yes. if you have this vision of yourself that you eventually Absolutely. get there and when you get to that point then you don't have to reinvent the wheel you're you're already doing this what were some of the things that you you did you started doing that the this better version of yourself was um i talked about it i so i'm in uh san francisco right now in california for uh, the big real estate convention and we were talking about the book on stage yesterday and one of the things i talked about was um a clean no versus a dirty yes so it's a clean no versus a dirty yes mm, so a lot slower. of times people oh, you are giggling <laughs> Because I said talk slower. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Between, that no, and you're earlier, you said, between that and earlier, you said uh, on day 69 of your challenge. That's the kind of show yeah, this is. You know that. Laugh, you said 69. Yeah. And then That's Mark okay. sends me a text and it says 69. I'm like, okay, I've, I've, I've had so it. So you're 12 year old boys, is what you're telling you, me? Yes, that oh, is exactly yeah. what, what we are. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so on day, should I say day 70? It was day 69. <laughs> About day 70. Day, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay so now you're because i said dirty that's what got you on that yeah, that's what yeah yeah go okay yeah i was already you go take a that. cold shower yep. and then come back okay I take so clean okay so basically the idea is if you're saying yes to something you're saying no to something else and at that time i had people saying you know clients saying come to my party or a lender, you know, asking me to go to a meeting or a girlfriend asking me to go to dinner. And I would say yes, because I was a people pleaser right. and I wanted people happy. And so I would say yes with the intention of either canceling <laughs> last minute and not going, or I didn't want to go, but I felt guilted into it. So the difference of a, that's a dirty yes. When you say yes, yes. to something, you don't necessarily want to go. And so many times, like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my calendar is my assistant. And I, I am so intentional about how I time block. We have a whole chapter in the book about time blocking. Cool. Because I wanted to be really intentional about how I was spending my time and who I was spending my time with. And we all have the same amount of hours in the day. But it's like, how, who do you, how do you choose to use that? Yeah. So I started to just say clean nose. And for me, it was either I didn't want to go or I didn't have the time to. So I got really clear on what I was saying yes and what I was saying no to. Uh, I My morning routine became a really important part of my day. I didn't really realize how important it was to, like you hear like, oh, eat a healthy breakfast before you get out the door. But like with 
business, you can have as big of professional goals as you want, but if you don't take care of your body, you're not going to hit those goals. Like you only have one vessel, you know? Right. And so I got really, really clear on positive affirmations. I started to, I realized that I wasn't necessarily this person yet, but if I talked like that person and I acted like that person and I constantly positively affirmed that person, I would become her. Yeah. Um, one of my affirmations, it's silly, but it was, I am tight toned and I drink a gallon of water a day. Yeah. Like on your, on that video, overweight and totally dehydrated. Right. right. Yeah. Well on the video that it's on your website, which we're going to talk about in a second, um, you know, like on the, like in the video, you like when you make the change, or whatever. There's this this yeah. scene where you wake up out of bed, and before your yeah. feet hit the ground, you drink some like water with like has lemons in it that you've already Lemon. that you've mm-hmm. prepared the night before, right? So you're intentional about Absolutely. your morning routine. So that's so big. Like, I, and I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start doing that. Like just that one thing mm-hmm. right there. Like if you the night before, it's like meal planning. It's like planning. You know, take you know, putting all your workout clothes in a bag so you've you've got all that. So you don't have to think about it. Like planning like if I put all my stuff to work out in a bag before I leave for the day like I'm gonna work out you know like I'm not Absolutely. gonna have gone to all the Try trouble sleeping in your workout clothes you'll Ooh. feel real guilty taking them off yeah oh my gosh that's that's <laughs> yeah it's brilliant so like if you if you already make the little water with the lemon wedges in it and it's all this little thing and there's a little flower next to it and it's all pretty like if you, if you just like get up and like bye just like don't drink the water totally you know it's like it's like setting up your environment to, to positively affect your behavior. Yeah. yeah. So like, well, like, and your body naturally dehydrates as you sleep. So my rule of having the water by my bed before my two feet hit the floor was that I wanted to treat my body well and take care, you know, because it, it like you get so run down and w- there's an entire chapter on water. And I had no idea how incredibly yeah. important it was as a foundation and it's huge. Well, and I'm going to nerd out for a second. Rick, will you please let please. me nerd out? Well, by all, uh, Mark Rogers is going to nerd out. I don't believe it. <laughs> so, so when I was taking cell biology shortly before I dropped out of the pre-med uh, <laughs> program at ACU. Oh, boring. <laughs> so I learned something. I learned that like the, the H2O, right? There's one electron in the H2O molecule, right? Your body like uses that those uh, that that those elements in like every like function every cellular function in your body uses what water has right so if you're if you're if you're having to like strain water out of like coke and you know just other like liquidy substances you're not going to be able to function from your base level like a efficiently but if you're like you said like totally like i'm gonna start doing that like tonight i'm gonna put i'm gonna get water i have limes so i'm gonna do lime in my water i'm gonna set it next to my bed in my dallas cowboys cup and Mm -hmm. that's what that's what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna start that tomorrow i'm so excited about that good and by the way i totally look like that when i wake up every morning (laughs) i know i I love those i wish i wish that we we could all like like rick's gonna make fun of me i used to do like a selfie protest where I would like take like I would make myself look as absolutely horrible as possible, Hideous. and like I, I feel like everyone should like take a selfie like as soon as they wake up, like within thirty seconds, like oh, like everyone's all puffy and it's just your hair's all crazy. But anyway, mm-hmm. cool. So like, what I know there's twelve chapters, but like, what are some of the things that I, I, you feel like people are like most? Well, you know what? Let's do this. What? Okay, you you drink your water and your feet hit the floor. What is the rest of your morning routine? Well, for me, it's, I, I actually have a, it's funny, I made a little YouTube video right in the end of my 90 day. 
and I showed my morning routine. Um, oh, cool. And it was, I, I, I do have a simple workout routine. It's like 10 minutes. And uh, I'm not kidding you. Like after that, I got some like rock and abs after this. <laughs> I have like, I have a before and after that's on second because you guys will find it funny. I, so I, I do a lot with social media, but I haven't rolled myself from the 90 days and posted on Facebook and then boost the post. Oh people. my gosh. Yeah. Like one lady was like, Oh, I'm sure your, your belly button's real. Like, uh, no, no, I threw it on there with a Sharpie. I don't know. It was like, the comments are really yeah. funny. Like well, I almost belly buttons and I put them all over yeah. my, my body. So that's yeah. healthy. That looks really good. Yeah. Also, but yeah. that's cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so the, there was working out, so water in the morning, like right when I woke up, I would have positive affirmations, I would say, every day. One of them was, I'm a leader, and I am healthy, happy, and full of positive energy. And it's I like, those are almost like, in meditation, like that's what a mantra is. It's like something you can focus yep. on. You don't have to meditate and just think like practices of meditation. You can do mantras. Like I, there's one that, that kind of reminded me of that you think he, uh, be healthy and yeah. free from illness. May Rick, li- you know, be calm and peaceful and like give yourself positive mm-hmm. affirmations. And I think there is a, a psychological, you know, f- or, and f- so, okay. So now, and we are, let's say, let me check the time right here. Um, I have a, I, I do have a question. Okay, cool. So what, yeah. uh, you, you've talked about some of the benefits in your personal life. You lost weight, your skin was glowing, yada, yada felt better about yourself how did this impact your business did did it make you more productive or was it about the same or did it have any impact at all you know what the cool thing about it is my business increased so I think I was I did like I went from 19 million to like 35 or so so like business increased but the cool thing was I when I started to respect myself more and be really intentional about my time my clients started to respond in suit. So what would happen, for example, is like we talk about time blocking, right? Right. So I would tell my clients, okay, we are going to, you know, I'm available till 7 p.m. at night. And before the 90 days, I didn't set boundaries with them. I'm like, you can call me anytime. So they call, I tell them I'm available till 7 p.m. at night. Now, what would happen, you guys, is I Say you are buying a house from me and it's 930 night and you popped a bottle of wine open and you're sitting on your couch and you're looking at properties and you see one. You're like, oh, I'm just going to text Rachel real quick. Now, I told them if there's an emergency, they can call or text me and I will get back to them as soon as I can. Well, they text me at 930 night, the property you want to see. It's not an emergency. If I chose to write them back, then I've now set my new boundary with them right, that I'm right. available till 930 night. Right. Now, if they say, no. like, my house is on fire, send help, then you're obviously going to respond because that is an emergency. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And the, so, but the, like, the, nine and the, the nine of the one keys on my phone don't work anymore. I can only call you and not 911. <laughs> right. right. I'm being robbed right now. Help me. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, so, like, my business definitely increased. And I was more productive, too, because I what actually ended up happening is three months after I wrote the book, I met my boyfriend, Ryan, and there is a chapter, a, a lot of people, there's a couple chapters that are always standouts for people, and one of them is the, it's called Your Relationship Standards and Allies, and there's, I mean, I feel like with business, I've always had goals, you ask me what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, how I'm going to get there, and I have a business plan. Well, I've never done that for my personal life, so in my 90-day journey, I had taken a journal, and I wrote all the words that mattered to me in a relationship, and then next to the word, I wrote a paragraph about what the word meant to me. Huh. And at the time, I kind of thought I was just sort of like figuring out my next boyfriend. (laughs) And what I realized later is I was setting a standard for what I would and wouldn't allow in my life. And I'm not kidding you. Ryan is my list. He's everything on my list. And And not not because of luck. 
right? I and not, know. And not because of some, what yeah. What did you say? And not because of like luck and not because of like, oh, the stars align. Like you set parameters no. and you would mm-hmm. not settle for anything other than that. So of course he's going to fit your your parameters. Totally. Yeah. And so many people are like, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to get a new hobby and I'm going to do this so I can meet the right person. And the reality is when you are leading your life with intention and you are leading your life at a high level, you attract the yeah. right person to yeah, you. Yeah. Like he was, a, he wouldn't have been, he probably would have been physically attracted, but he wouldn't have been <laughs> attracted to the girl before the 90 day because I wasn't ready for him, you right. know? And now like I'm in a completely different place mentally. I'm so sure of who I am. I know exactly what I want. And my, I mean, everything changed for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so good. Well, okay. We are, we have a few minutes left. I want to give you a chance to promote yourself and tell everybody, I know you, we had talked about like a three paragraph something or other treat. Tell everyone about that. Oh yeah. Well, the way that the program works is we have a new program, a new 90 day program starts every Monday of, uh, the first Monday of every month. So our next one starts September 5th. Um, and the way that it works is you get a chapter assigned to you. And with the chapter, you also get an inspirational guidance video sent to that day. Now, the video is Nina and I kind of walking you through the chapter. One of the chapters, we talk about how to get like six-pack abs while you drive, like fun stuff. Um and then the book is done in such a way that the first half of every chapter is called Rachel's Journey. So it's why I went through what I went through. And the second half is called Nina's Knowledge. And it's kind of done cool. workbook style for the reader to really work on themselves. Awesome. Um, and then they also have an app. And the app is basically idea is self-improvement, like personal development anywhere you go. So there's journaling function, um, track your water, your foods, your workout, how to dress for your body type, clean eating grocery lists, eat this, not that. Um, progress pictures, like it's pretty cool. And then there's a 90 day Facebook group that you get plugged into. So every day for 90 days, you have support and accountability throughout the program because most people get a personal development book or they read a business book and they like it and then they never implement it. It goes back on their shelf. Just small mini habits and many M I N I. And that's is, mm-hmm. is doing the, the little things. And if you've got like, you know, like, well, our ancestors didn't journal live in the, in the culture that, that we do. And I think there are very beneficial things to having, like, like we've talked about, like, and like you said, like setting the parameters, like it doesn't have, it's not just about with your clients, with your business. It's not just a seven thirty is your journal time from seven thirty to mm-hmm. eight. And you can be very rigid about that. And I think like, but, but that's, I mean, that's, you're really on the far end of the spectrum getting into a dangerous level. Every aspect of your life work personal with your relationships with your working out with your to to being the best version of yourself um absolutely and it's and it's lost to found 90.com and the two zero.com and then if they go yeah, there and if they can yeah they can actually go and then um if they go to the free previews there's a button on the left hand top corner they can download the first three chapters of the book for free awesome. as well as watch one of the inspirational guidance videos just to kind of get a taste of what we're doing. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of what it is. I know yeah, – I, and I learned about it yesterday. And just at an initial glance, <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan and I encourage everybody to go to that website and check it out. And uh, uh, Oh, oh uh, we need to do two things, uh, Rick. We, oh, yeah, our, yeah, our two we're forgetting. Yeah, so one thing we're going to do, we're each going to get two guesses of your birthday. And I don't know, Rick, should we tell people to that not or not tell people to not give us hints? Or should we keep with the no hints? I don't care. Yeah, no hints is fine. Yeah, okay, that's fine. so no hints. We're just going to randomly guess your birthday. We've gotten very close. Rick has actually gotten it once. Okay. Okay, um, I'm going March 23rd. 
Do I tell you if you're right or wrong? Yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you have to say right or wrong. You're really wrong. Okay, okay, good. October 21st. You're wrong as well, but closer. 1021. That was the mm. that, that was the date of the only game I ever started at ACU, Rick. That's a special oh day. Oh, my God! Um, <laughs> June 4th. Negative. Okay, Rick, last time. Uh, November 11th. 11-11. Negative as well. Oh, what is it? Okay. September 20th. Oh, nine. I was actually going to go with September. Uh, I was like, okay, she said it was really close with October. I'll go November, but I wasn't going to mm-hmm. go 20, so yeah. okay. There we go. I'm going to be turning the big 3-2, guys. Watch wow. out. Well, just... Uh, You're just a youngin'. Four years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last question. What is one thing you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable? What's one thing I enjoy about life and one thing I would... Wait, say it again. One thing you enjoy about life or something you do to make life more enjoyable. It could be like a, a hobby or something that you do that we hadn't talked about. Well, golly. You know, I, I'm i a big believer in creating like a sacred space in your home. Yeah. So in my home, you guys are going to freak out because it's you take, keep your mind clean, okay? Because no, when I say it, you're going to take it the wrong way. Oh, my gosh. It's called the love chair. Oh, the love toilet. <laughs> well, the lo- what it is is I feel like there are so many things that are, especially if you have someone at home that you love or if you're single, it doesn't matter. Create a sacred space in your home <laughs> where it's someplace where you can just really like unplug and focus and be present. So for me, it's called the love chair. And Ryan and I, when we get home, we sit down on the, on the love chair and we literally talk about like the high and the low cool. of our day. Yeah. And it's something where we can completely be present with each other. And we no have phones. no cell phones. Yeah, no phones, no technology. We call it a tech timeout. Um, and so no phones are allowed on the chair. And it's just like this place in our home where we can connect. When I was going through my 90-day, I had a place on uh, – I had a, a different home, but I had a little couch with pillows set up and a candle, and that's where I would journal. And it was just like one place where for me it was like this is a special spot where yeah. I can just kind of like unplug and dig into where I'm at right now. Awesome. That's where Mark has a love chair in his house, him and his wife. Easy. It's really more of like a no. swing – uh, no, stop. Like a swing in the bed. Stop, stop. No. no. Hey, Rick, do you remember the SNL commercial, The Love Toilet? <laughs> no. It was like a, remember that? Yes. It was like a love chair. Where like It was like two chairs facing each other, but it was a love toilet. It was like two people <laughs> sitting like facing each other. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that no, fu- no bodily functions come out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, uh, let me refer you to uh, somebody, some other realtor. Would you like try to find no. the love toilet? I am to please, my friend. I am to yeah, please. That's awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you for emailing us. It's such a t- really appreciate you being on, and uh, th- this has been awesome. Sweet. Thank you guys so much for having me. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you, Rachel. We mentioned her website. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, I strongly recommend all of you to go check out her stuff and at least watch her her little video where she's like wakes up out of bed and she's like she made the joke about it. that's how she looks every morning because like her hair is all done and she's like waking up out of bed. It's kind of funny. Um, very glad that she so timelyly uh, emailed us. Okay, it is now time for the uh, humans being human segment. Uh, Zeb was on uh, a few shows ago and we talked about the impressing girls by jumping over a fire well he had another story that he wanted to tell and uh this one involves x lax but before we get to to zeb i want to play a uh 
a text really quick. It's a nine-second text, a nine-second uh, voicemail. Here it is. All right. Hey, just letting you know, I'm going 69 miles per hour, and I passed a Bluebell <laughs> ice cream truck. So uh, enjoy your day. Okay, thank you uh, for that. Uh, that was not Lonnie. I don't know who that was. Uh, Jefferson. It was not Lonnie. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe that, maybe that was Lonnie. It wasn't his number, but it was the same city, and it kind of sounded like him, so I guess it was Lonnie. Uh, all right, thanks, Lonnie. And here's Zeb. <laughs> fart. Fart. You can say fart. Fart is in Boop. play. Flagellance. Flagellance is in Boop. play. But so, uh, <laughs> listeners, so I have now that it's, now it's recording. I don't know. <laughs> I have, but we're ha- we're having flashbacks to Mark Rogers recording uh, his podcast from the truck stop restroom because uh, it's very echoey where you are. I know because well, you're, uh, one. I I step a little closer. So uh, I have Zeb from the impressing girls uh, mm. story. Stop. Zeb has the microphone in his mouth. <laughs> he is standing next mm. to me, and Blake is also Don't here. Support. Blake Blake from the uh, a confused identity, Special Olympics story, and <laughs> from the yeah. uh, party bus story, yeah. and from the party uh, bus. The party bus is still. I think that might be my favorite humans being human ever. It was like the, the, the best, the story. second the, the, one the ever. One, yeah. And yeah, also, it's all, it's all downhill from number two. <laughs> and then uh, also, Blake uh, uh, from popular shows such as I forgot my ten uh, year anniversary. Yep, that's me. <laughs> We had like, it was actually Zeb. Zeb so like, come closer, come closer. It was actually Zeb that was the one that sent me a text at 8.30 p.m. <laughs> on my 10-year anniversary saying, hey. And then uh, you texted me, I yeah. forgot my 10-year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. And my first reaction was, well, I mean, you seriously, like, there we have, you come sleep on our couch. <clears throat> Everyone was in on it. Like, there was a group thread that I was not a part of saying, I wonder when it's go- when Blake's going to realize this is our 10-year No, I, I yeah. texted you as soon as I was like, as soon as I knew. And I was like, hey, bud. <laughs> you might, you might want to go buy some flowers, flowers or something. Go to HEB, Snickers bar, or something. Yeah. Okay, so, so are you? Are you? St- hang on. Are you still married, Blake? I am. I'm actually. It okay, was actually good. Like okay. not a big deal. She, Which is she laughed it off. I'm very, God, yeah. that is unbelievable. I know. I know. That's right. Wow, lock that up for forever because uh, the rest her. of us would be <laughs> like, oh my she god. Never once. She, she. It's like she knew it was coming. She expected it. <laughs> 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 she didn't skip a beat. She, she was totally cool about it. She's like, "We'll do our ten year on our 11 so we're doing it next year." Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Makes a good story. Yeah, it does. I got, I got, I got in huge trouble last year because I was, I wanted to run a, like, I have a lifelong dream to run a marathon. I'd finally been able to do all the training injury free, and I scheduled one. Uh, like our anniversary was on like a Wednesday, and I scheduled, I ran, a, I wanted to run the race like that following weekend, like two days after our anniversary, which is, which is totally which, reasonable. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a ten-year anniversary uh, is not a week-long festival. I mean, it's yeah, one day, right? Well, unbeknownst <laughs> to me, uh, she'd been getting really mad about that for like two months and never said anything until like two weeks before it. So basically, last second, I have to like sca- scramble and uh, like find another eggs? race. There happened to be one a couple weeks in the same area in a couple weeks, <laughs> so really you know everything be. worked out. Yeah. But, but uh, that was uh, – I cannot believe that you managed to forget yeah. it entirely and uh, forget you. You're ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So, Zeb, we've been, last time he was on, he mentioned – and my wife just walked in. What? Halen is not in here. What? Uh, we have to stop recording now. My wife just walked in the room. Uh, she's, like, what are you, she's like, what are you guys doing in here? Why are you all, why are you all crowded around the computer in the corner? <laughs> 
It's like us uh, using Jackson's computer to look at pornography in college. I don't. I don't. I'm, I wasn't there. For oh, that. oh, oh! You don't. You don't. Not remember that. Oh, okay. okay, so so Zev Zev is here, and he told that he had a couple other stories, and I believe we wanted to have Zev back on and tell the Xlax story, and I believe it involves Blake. No. Nope. No. No. Phone call. I mean, it, it involved me in that I helped keep it secret for many years, um, <laughs> and I knew it was going down, but I wasn't there. Tell the story. Okay. Uh, so oh, oh, I just you. hit him in the face with the microphone. Yeah. At least I think it was a microphone. All right. Uh, so pretty simple story, really. Yeah, it was a pretty simple story. Uh, Hold it right there. Then we give yeah. you a little bit of background. I other details, though. Right. 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 The, the perspective of the friends. Right. He thought he had a right. When they called you. Yeah. So. Uh, I lived with uh, probably four other guys college. that I went to high school with. We, all, I lived with them in all in college. Yeah. We all went to A&M. I was and, the only uh, one that split off from the group. Glad you did. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> so we lived together, and obviously we didn't go to class or do much of uh, what we were supposed to do. And Why? Because. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, so anyways, uh we, uh, I, I guess the whole reason why they did it, I found out many years later, uh, was because... They don't know what they did yet. Did no, I know. Okay. okay. But I'm getting there. Okay. Just, let him, just let him tell the story. <laughs> 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 the, the whole gist of it, I guess, uh, was supposedly that I didn't go to the grocery store with them, maybe, no. a few times. Yes, yeah. Hold on, and, hold on. And Blake is saying stuff. yes, but no. Blake, would you like to tell us what? Why? So the other roommates were angry at Zeb. Why? Um, because Zeb would take dumps in the other bathrooms and leave them. <laughs> I just I'm giving Zeb a high yeah. five because that is so something. Like, he that he I would did do. it over like over like spring break. He'd dump, take a dump, oh, and leave. leave. He'd it sit all there for a week. Did it over Christmas. Did it, oh just, he'd man! All the time. Rick, other people's bathrooms. Will Alexander Rick did that to me in Cliff's room over Christmas break. Our software. That's pretty yeah. funny. That is pretty funny. Also, they said like they had a schedule for doing the dishes, and whenever Zeb's turn, he would do the dishes oh, like, like, uh, like, like at the first, like it'd be like dinner's over with. Zeb does the dishes over with, and then the next person's turn, they would wait a week, and then they'd be like, "That's not fair. I'm doing all the dishes." And Zeb, well, that, I so after dinner, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm on Zeb's side for that. One. We did okay. have a schedule, yes, yeah. and that was maybe I guess that was part of it, but. Pretty sure you do the dishes after you eat. And something about the gro- yeah they did they say that you uh, didn't buy your share of groceries or just didn't go no, with I didn't them. Go with them. Yeah. All this but to say, Zeb was not earning his keep, so they were going to play so a prank on that, him. Uh, from their view, right, yes, right. of course they all did guys, similar same things. Yeah, five guys in the house, four of which thought Zeb had it coming. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't have a uh, a crazy neighbor, you're the crazy neighbor. Exactly. So I would say that they were accurate. Zeb is yes. difficult to live with. Yeah. I okay. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, one night they said, "Hey, let's all go uh, eat steak at this awesome steakhouse in the middle of nowhere." I don't even remember where it was, but it was not in College Station. So uh we all went to this steakhouse uh had a wonderful dinner best steak like i've had in a long time uh great and uh started coming home this is the middle of the uh middle of the cold time or winter and so uh we all decided uh or somebody asked in the car on the way home hey y'all want some hot chocolate let's make some hot chocolate and, and you like hot chocolate i love hot chocolate so you're like i'm in 
Yeah. Let's do hot chocolate. Marshmallows. You name Is this af- before or after Dumb and Dumber came out? Totally after. This okay. Yeah. So oh, this, this is, is way after. This, this is, is like 10 years okay, after. This is because yeah. of Dumb and Dumber, I'm sure. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So our normal routine was pretty much uh, every weekend uh, some at some point... At some point, play uh, 42 with dominoes until we end up passing out or something. You know? Plus 27. Yep. So we sat around the table, played 42, uh, came back. Uh, drinking, just sit, playing 42 and drinking hot cocoa. Oh, and hot cocoa and, drink, and alcohol. After yeah. you just had this big, big steak dinner. dinner. You love it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we uh, sat around. And so, you know, around guys, you can uh, you can pass gas. Oh, well, sure. I do it around any anyone, really. <laughs> yeah. Rick Anytime knows. you want. Rick, anything you want to keep cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> six packs of the soda. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever Rick tried to release gas. And then during the release, oh. immediately you, 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 clinch. you perk, hey, yo. perk back up. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop. And you, you realize that that, uh, that fart might only be about 72% gas. You're like, oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> I had one like this at work the other day. I was going to the bathroom in a parking lot because I was in the middle of the night. And uh, I audibly gasped. I was peeing and I was uh, <gasps> you know, releasing some gas. And I just went, oh, and then like zipped up and got my car and drove to the, to the police station as fast as I could. <laughs> Oh, so that, that's what I did. I, I sat there and I, I tried to let her rip. And uh, and you've it, had about a, a couple of servings at least of X-Lax at this point. Well, and, and, oh, and let me tell you, <laughs> when, when they, uh, when they gave the me the, the, the whole story. Yeah. God, Mark. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, when they gave I, me, I called it the X-Lax story. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, when they gave me the, the cup of chocolate cocoa, uh, you know, I drank it down, no problem. Yeah, yum. Coco. And uh, Jim, 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 at this I know time, Jim, A team. Yeah. Okay, Albert, Jim, me, Grant, that was the okay. guy, and Zane. Anyways, Jim looked at me and said, Hey, why don't you give me the rest of that cocoa? <laughs> oh, because you had been drinking it. They were, they were worried that he was going to. And yeah, I already had one. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I got I it. I said, F you, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so he was. So he was trying to protect you. In a ways. Yeah. yeah. No. You, do you want to tell the pharmacy story? So mid. So halfway through, Zeb's, uh, cocoa, the guys start getting. They put an entire box of. Oh it's like in, in one one. Entire box. Which Maybe is they like thought he wasn't going to drink the whole thing. Twelve servings. Well, they just didn't think. They just shoved it in there and gave it to him. They didn't really think much about it, but they put twelve servings in one cup oh chocolate x-lax in the chocolate cocoa yeah, so it tasted good so when they Zeb's halfway through it they call the pharmacy albert is a buddy of ours he's a pharmacist and said albert dude we just gave zeb a bunch of x-lax and um you know we just want to make sure it's safe he's not going to die or something and, Zeb, and albert's response was i mean he'll be fine as no, long as you albert you was not there he right, was right. The they, they said they called him but they called albert right that's what he just said oh, okay I called said called albert yeah uh, called albert on the phone and so what did albert say albert said he'll be fine unless you gave him a whole you know, box, box. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what jim was like maybe you should jim, jim said um oh yeah we did i'm sorry Oh, that's okay. Uh, we did give him the whole box, you know, and uh, and then followed by Albert just dying laughing, yeah. you know. And then, okay, uh, that's a good sign. Yeah. And then he said, "On the over the phone, he's gonna f and die." <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jim tried. Jim at that point tried. I have my own microphone. 
yeah, Jim tried to help him out. He's like, dude, let me have the rest of your, you know, but he didn't want to tell him what he'd done. And Zeb said, F you. This is my cup. So Jim's like, ah, no, F you. You can just keep drinking it. (laughs) He did. Exactly. He's like, okay. With his evil grin. So you finished it. Yeah, no problem. And then was it it immediate? No, give it back. 30 minutes? Yeah. And then what happened? So this was that fart I was trying to let out. And uh, it became a shart immediately. And uh, so you puck, you know, I puckered, and uh, it's like, oh, okay, gracious, you know, love, let me mercy. Take, <laughs> let me take a little break, you know. I'll be back in a second, guys. And they all knew, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, so was it like Dumb and Dumber on the toilet, that kind of a thing? The first time, yeah. Said, I mean, well, it was funny to me, like he said, the first. <laughs> The, what like Zeb's response to me was, my butthole was dry heaving. <laughs> oh God! Because he was done. There's nothing in there, but his later. body was still. Yeah. So the first time goes, uh, yeah, everything's fine. I come out, no, no major thing. We keep playing, but as the night goes on, so they every be- so every so often, I gotta go, man. You know, all night. All night. So did you like couldn't sleep that night? You just kept having to get up and go, or like God. I was sitting in the like toilet area just waiting. I, I was sitting on the toilet. Did you think you had the stomach flu or something? Or? Yeah, yeah thought I had a bug. Yeah, yeah. I sat on the toilet and for how like long? an hour. How two to three years later? <gasps> so the, you, they didn't say, "Hey, we." No, Zeb thought this was all a secret. Food poisoning for because they knew I'd kill him. <laughs> he does have guns. So how? So when you had it? Okay, now real quickly because we're at fourteen minutes. What? Tell me this. When they told you? How did that go? Years later, at we were, we were out at whose place? Yours? Yeah, out at Blake's place, and uh, you know we're sitting by the fire, and they slowly start to tell me like, you know, the, everybody the story, and uh, <laughs> they're like everybody knew. Because everybody started laughing, you know? Yeah, it's a big joke. And, and yeah, but you're, and you're like, not a part of it. Wait, what? yeah. what's so funny? <laughs> yeah, what's so funny that I drink Why don't you eat your burger and find out? <laughs> so so this, I'm so good that I wasn't there back then. Because upon your first sip of cocoa, I said, I hope we put X-Lax in your, in your drink. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to say, Mark would have totally ruined this by like doing the Dumb and Dumber like and went, right like, there. He would have ruined it. I went more than six times that night on the, on the pot, you know, like just sitting there for... For thirty minutes at a time, just waiting because oh. it was gonna come again. Yeah, you know. And oh. then like one of our buddies came over the next morning and said, "Man, who threw up?" Like the next morning, oh. and, like, demolished my butt. The toilet. <laughs> my butt. <laughs> my butt <laughs> did. Because <laughs> it was so just, bad. That's amazing that they were There's able to major, keep it major splash a factor. secret for that long. Yep. That is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, they knew. They knew I was gonna kill them. Yeah. And did you, what, what did you do? That, were you mad? When they told you, or were you just like at that point where you're like, eh? Yeah, but I still, you know, I still will think about it and I will. You'll do something. Do something someday. Maybe like you'll take, when you're in the nursing home, y'all are in the nursing home together, you'll take your colostomy bag and just dump it over one of their heads. I'm too busy now with kids. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is going to be exhibit A in the uh, like quadruple arson trial of Zeb after he like 10 years from now burns all the houses down to get the payback. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. we, that's all we have time for right now. Yeah, it's 15 minutes. We'll do it again. All right. Uh, this has been fun. This has been Zeb and Blake uh, on Human Thing Human. See you guys. Thank you, Zeb. Funny as usual. Um, Zeb is a uh, real name. Zebulon. 
Zeb.org. Yeah, Zeb.edu. Um, I want to see if that's something while you're talking. Oh, okay. Zeb.org. Okay. All right. It is now time for the Simply Human Tip of the Week, something you can start doing today to become a more healthy human. And this is a simple one. We're not going to read some weird uh, dog-biting article. This one is very simple, and it's something that I'm about to do. We're recording this uh, very late at night, and I'm about to go get my cup, and I'm going to put some ice in it and some water in it and a slice of lime. And I have this awesome cup that will keep ice for like an entire like uh, decade, uh, and it's kind of like a Yeti, except better than a Yeti. <laughs> and I'm gonna put it by my bed, and when I wake up in the morning, I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I do two things. I start streaming the ticket out of Dallas <laughs> right when I wake up, and I'm going to drink that cup of water, and that is going to start my day off right. So the the tip of the week is that, like, put water by your bed. And drink it right when you wake up. You get dehydrated when you sleep. That is a well-known, documented fact uh, that your body goes through water when you sleep. Um, and so try that. And then, and, and, and then that will, you know, let let that sort of uh, prompt you to do other things in the morning. Uh, the kind of setting up your environment, setting up your day to get off on the right foot or the left foot, just depending on whatever foot you put down first out of bed. Um, so drink water the first thing right when you wake up. That's the tip. You gonna do it? That's a solid tip. I think I might try to do that. Okay. You probably don't have because I don't. Do that. The first thing I do when I wake up is start drinking coffee yeah. for like the next two hours. So uh, <laughs> I should probably drink some water. So has it mix been in some water? So you think it's has it been weird with your schedule change, like as acclimation and all that? Like it's just quickly? it's st- strange driving in traffic and Ugh. this time of day and but I'm, I'm getting adjusted to it i'm falling asleep pretty quick and yeah waking up and getting going so yeah awesome it's not, it's not bad do you, i don't know how you we'll see how i cope with working five day week work yeah. weeks instead of three or four day work <sighs> that weeks, would, so. yeah that would be such a weird it's like did y'all have block scheduling in high school where you had like tuesdays and thursdays were the long days yes. and then like it, yeah. that that made the monday wednesday fridays seem so short because like a 50-minute class after you do yeah. an hour-and-a-half class. So this is well, like the when opposite. I, when I look down, it's time to eat lunch. And then I look down again, and it's time to go home. I'm like, wow, an eight-hour day instead of a 12-hour day? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So, so all sorts that, of, that will wear off eventually. Yeah. And, and you know, pretty soon I'll be looking at the clock at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Do you get to listen to the radio in the morning, or do you have to actually work? Well, I have a partner, and we share an office. I have an office. I have a computer. I have a stapler. I have an office chair. <laughs> I have a stapler. You sent it's me a like, picture uh, of your stapler. Uh, it's in your yeah. my stapler. But it's, like, uh, he has a radio, and he he likes music that I don't that doesn't bother me. If you're a Dallas okay. person, he listens to one oh two nine, and, and Mix? it's, it's yeah. pop music, so yeah. it doesn't. So yeah, he okay. can have it. He he's been doing this for twenty something years. So really, he can have the he can pick the radio station. When yeah. he leaves, then uh, I'll pick my own radio yeah. station. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, let's uh, end the show. How about that? Uh, go yeah. to the website simplyhumanlifestyle dot com. As I mentioned, uh, there on the website, the store page, there's the programming info, and you can email me any questions. Simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail dot com. There's a donate now button. Uh, check out the nutrients on the uh, in the store page. Just scroll down. There's the alt shift book. Um, 
There is uh, all sorts of stuff. Check me out on the Alt Shift podcast with Jason Seib. Um, that do you do dress sock talk with Jason? Uh, we don't. We don't do dress sock talk. No. We we do a little cross talk at the beginning of the show, but it's nothing. It's but you nothing get down like to business. It's not like uh, me and you. I would like to see if we could do this sometime. Just have like basically talk about nothing for an hour. See if we could keep that up. Oh my gosh, that would be sick. Just no guests. Just just that's straight like, like what comes up. <laughs> that's like all I do. Like my whole life. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be really easy. You can call us, 530-42-HUMAN. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, Snapchat, at SimplyHuman. 52, like us on Facebook, leave us a review on iTunes. So that is going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember, you realize that that, uh, that fart might only be about 72% gas. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. So until next time, enjoy yourself.